Welcome to episode six of the Skillshot Pincast. I'm your host, Graham. I'm Kayla. And uh, today we are talking about women in pinball, sexism in pinball. Whoa, Nelly. Oh, and goodness. Other things. Uh, we're our- going to be nice about it. You know, if this is not your bag, if you don't like politics in your pinball, we'll still, we can be friends. Absolutely. And, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to consolidate it to a, one juicy episode full of whoa <laughs> juicy is not the very best word to use <laughs> apologies uh you know well <laughs> we're we're leaving it for its for its for its own episode so if, if you're just tired of the hearing about this then fine just skip to the next episode but the rest mm-hmm. of us would like to have a conversation about what we consider to be a very important topic uh for our community because we have a pinball community and we have Lots of issues within a pinball community, uh, community good and bad. Uh, today, uh, our guest is Alexa Philbick. She's been playing pinball for the last two years or so. She's dove head first into yeah, it. Um, uh, I met her uh, a few years ago, a couple years ago at Attaball uh, through Zach Peterson. And in very short order, she became part of my pinball team and now captains that same team in three seasons. Yeah. So. Hi, guys. Hey. This is Alexa. Welcome Hi. to the show. <laughs> Hi. I'm glad to be here. We're glad to have you. So, gosh, where to start? <laughs> Kayla, do you want to? Um, Alexa's been really great to meet for me because I like I run a women's tournament, and a lot of the girls that play in are just like, "Oh, it's just really cool to have this place by ourselves." But Alexa's like, "No, this needs to happen because this is the world we live in, and you are sending a message." And well, yeah, like I feel like I always have to kind of step up to defend Babes in Penland a yeah. little bit. I mean, not that I actually get a lot of like criticism from people, but you know. People want to know, like, why, why, why can't we have an all dudes tournament? And Kayla's answer is always the one I default to. <laughs> right. It's like, go to every other tournament. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I have a lot of these conversations with people because, you know, people see me playing all the time in like the regular weeklies. And it's like, Babes in Pinland is super important to me because I've been able to introduce so many new girls to the scene and new mm-hmm. people to the scene through that. And that was like a great point of entry for me, too. And since I am kind of relatively new, like it was such like a beautiful thing to discover this scene that was so like positive and friendly towards women. Yeah, and, like meet people like Kayla who are like <laughs> awesome, strong women who are like competing on the same level as everybody else and making an effort to include more women in the scene, too. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because it's clearly been a boys game for a lot of uh, pinball's yeah. existence so. and primarily a white boys game like <laughs> yeah well i mean that's the next step is in inter- uh, getting more people of color interested and i don't know it's it's definitely its own microcosm well i think what was kind of funny about like my introduction at least to playing competitive pinball was like the people that I first started playing with, like I, I would play at John John's weeklies when mm-hmm. I was like first starting to do it and like honestly kind of got dragged into it. Like Zach kind of dragged me into it was like, you need to do this. Like you show up here all the time. Like you need to be playing with us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I'm, I like and that's I, girls that I get into it now say the same thing. Like, no, I suck too bad. Right. <laughs> but like, I think I played that first tournament and like went out in three strikes and like had so much fun. I was like, I want to do it again. <laughs> yeah. um, but like the people who introduced me to like that community were like like jamal and like he was one of the first people and i i always tell this story but um he was really like kind of inspiring to me because one of the first things he said he was like well have you thought about your initials and this was like when i was like 
very brand new to the whole thing right. like just kind of flailing You're away like, i'm just trying to get replays <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah totally and uh i was like i mean no he's like well you got to think about your initials when you put your initials on a machine what's gonna be i was like i guess i'd just put up my initials and he goes no 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 and he like <laughs> points upstairs so he's like you see krista up there krista kelly um mm-hmm. she, i miss her uh yeah she moved to la but she's a fantastic female pl- pinball player and, like she blew up she like owned that medieval madness oh, yeah. for all intents and purposes and he's like you know what her initials are are s-h-e she's and he's like i put up blk i'm a black man (laughs) it's awesome and so uh from that i actually thought about that for a really long time and like came up with my initials but i think it was really like that whole community felt so like normal and inclusive and not like a like a boys club Mm -hmm. and not like a white boys club and it was really refreshing to walk into like this kind of like tiny branch of like nerd culture and Definitely. see like these people who engaging. Are, and proud of who they are and like proud of each other too. Yeah. You know? And everyone was supportive of each other. And mm-hmm. it like, you know, that's great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And so your initials are GRL. Right? GRL. Yeah. Yeah. Which everyone's Weird. like, grill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I like the barbecue. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's a great story about Jamal. I, uh, I, I, I know Jamal outside of pinball, so mm-hmm. every time I hear a pinball story about him, it's like this beautiful little nugget that <laughs> yeah. I take away with me. He was uh, I was kind of a roommate of his when he first moved to Seattle. He, uh, I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a Jamal side story just <laughs> yeah. for a little bit. Uh, he he moved here when I was uh, uh, living in the Hong Kong apartments in the International District in 2009. He didn't know anybody in Seattle really, uh, but he had met my roommate Alicia. And emailed her out of the blue and said, hey, I think I'm moving up there. Could I, like, crash at your place for a little bit? And she was like, okay, sure. So he he was a, a couch roommate for, like, four to six weeks. I think originally it was going to – or maybe it was only two weeks. I don't know. But I think – I feel like he stayed a little longer than he had planned to. But he was the best roommate yeah. that I ever had at that I apartment. I could imagine that. Yeah. Because he was I just so even... gracious and such a cool mm-hmm. guy. And, like, dishes were always done when Jamal was there. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really cool when he – when I – you know, found out he got a job at John John's mm-hmm. and all that. So I think um, for a while he was, if he wasn't running the tournaments, he was basically running the tournaments there. Um, obviously, Sergi and Heather were helping out and like were very instrumental to the tournaments. Don't get me wrong. But um, if they were both playing, like he would, he would always be the one who would be kind of like making the big announcements. <laughs> Collect <Yeah>. your scalps. <laughs> was one of the memorable ones. <laughs> That's awesome. So, hey, how long has Babes in Pinland been running at this point? Uh, this was our 20th tournament, so we're just shy of two years. Nice. So I do it once a month. Um, for, so June was our 20th. July will be the 21st. Um, yeah, it's been very exciting. For the one-year anniversary, I made a cake and, like, brought presents and, like, um, had a little bit of a celebration for it. But it's really cake? great. How did I miss that one? <laughs> I'm not sure. I think maybe it just got eaten up real fast. I don't know. <laughs> um but yeah, it's been really, really great. And the first one was so successful that I just had so much confidence in running it from there on out. We had 17 players show up for the very first one. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a pretty huge great. turnout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just like two months ago, we had our largest one with like... It's like was 25. It 20, yeah, 24, 25, I think. Okay. Yeah. It um, was bigger. It's been bigger than some of the flip-flip ones, which is right. like awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we run it on Thursdays, which is when Flip-Flip does their weekly. Oh, right. So there's yeah, yeah. a bit of contention there, but um, yeah. But otherwise, you come... should go to Flip-Flip on Thursdays. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a really fun tournament, too. It is. Absolutely. 
Uh, granted, I've never actually played in a flip flip during well, the tournament, but I was there a, very, a couple weeks ago. You're not a very competitive pinball player. You do it for I, the fun of the sport. Sure, yes. Um, <laughs> well, I was for a little while. Were, yeah. Do you remember, like uh, when I was living in Ballard uh, or the Ballard, Fremont, Freelard area, uh, I was going to a lot of tournaments mm-hmm. for a while. It was my goal to crack the top thousand, and I was in like the 1400s range. And it's then a I very just good goal. Didn't go to any <laughs> yeah. for a long while, got wrapped up in a. <clears throat> romance got wrapped up in other issues, in a band yeah. yeah a non-pinball romance see that was right. your first mistake <laughs> right well thankfully and this is how i knew she was a keeper uh we went uh to play pinball after we saw a movie on our our first date she was super into it and i was like all right this girl <laughs> right. yeah yeah like her style. <laughs> yeah on the flip side of that it's like alexa kind of got travis her her boyfriend into pin- mm. pinball he yeah that's a- always a funny conversation yeah. when people are like oh so uh how did you meet did travis uh, teach you how to do all this i'm like no i just him. <laughs> <laughs> there's a social commentary right there yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no and like he's always great about it too but um and he did play a little bit before, obviously, he had an interest in pinball before um, we started dating. But I kind of like dragged him like head first into like the tournament <laughs> scene and everything mm-hmm. else. And uh, he's now like operating or not operating. He doesn't own the machines, but he's a tech for the machines at Flip Flip Ding Ding, which obviously has been an awesome opportunity for him, too. And, mm-hmm. and I he think works on the games at 8-Bit, too. Yeah. And yeah. And the ones uh, at 8-Bit that Levi owns. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that speaks a lot to like what a great community we have like i've only been playing competitively really for like two years maybe a little bit longer mm-hmm. and like now this person that i met has like kind of a it, gainful employment right. doing it that's fantastic mm. <laughs> well uh gosh how to approach do we you want need to a about- segue yeah yeah let's um, let's get a nice segue kayla well i guess just with why I had Alexa tell that story is that most women have a reason for like a man behind the reason for getting into pinball. Like, Oh, my boyfriend liked it. Or this guy that it's just like the social landscape of pinball is so male dominated, Mm -hmm. which is just doesn't make sense to me. Well, I I will say that like Zach, Zach was kind of the one who did get me into it. Mm -hmm. And like, we had been friends for a really long time. And it was this thing where I was like, like I had known him and he was like super into pinball. And I was like, what on? right like you have like finally gone off the deep end (laughs) but you know i i was kind of resistant to it for so long and i really do believe that it was like the culture and the community of people that i would see at john john's when i would go there that was like the selling point for me Mm -hmm. and like yeah i would go and i would play but it wasn't like i wasn't dedicated to it i was i didn't like have like quite the buy-in and having this like amazing like I just felt so cool hanging out with all of these awesome people and like people would be so supportive of me even though I didn't feel like I was like particularly doing very well it was like I don't want to stop now right yeah as long as you're not a jerk and you're excited about it you're welcome with open arms yeah it's a very inclusive community Mm -hmm. and I I honestly uh, think that and we talked about this on our last episode with Bobby uh, I, I think that this is a testament to the sustainability of our scene like this it's that kind of inclusion that makes Seattle the pinball community as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. At well, least. it's like certainly one of the most up and coming. And I think that's why like a lot of the decisions surrounding Woe Nelly have been so problematic for me. And I, I don't want to speak for Kayla, but probably for you too. Like yeah. the newer people who are playing pinball are not the target demographic that I think Stern had in mind when Absolutely. they mm-hmm. when they designed that machine. Well, whiz bing. 
definitely it went, was, oh, well, it was yeah, yeah stern just put stern a not small it. stamp of approval on it and said sure run yeah. it through our factories decided to be the manufacturer and distributor <laughs> yeah it is a pretty big stamp and uh i mean i i think it was episode two i i couldn't help myself but like it came up and yeah. Kayla tactfully let it slide by <laughs> because she knew that we were gonna have an episode on it at some point but i i couldn't help but inject my opinion on it uh which and i'm just gonna say it again right here that's what i'm leading up to um I think the the most disappointing thing about Wonelli is that it's the first original license we've seen in a really long over a time. decade. At yeah, least. totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if it was just another pinball game, like that'd be one thing. But it's mm-hmm. like seriously, like all we get is movies and TV shows, and, rock bands, rock bands. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I like to think that everybody's waiting for original licenses. I am. Like, no, I, totally. I, I want to see more. And so, like, I the stop first... holding my breath with that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, Wonelli of all things, of mm-hmm. all things. Well, and like I was reading kind of like, I, I don't know if I like read this before they announced that it would be Wonelli Big Juicy Melons or not, but I remember hearing like, oh, it's going to be like an, like they're going to do this thing like an EM and it's going to be like a throwback. And I was actually like very stoked to hear that because mm-hmm. I like playing EMs. I was like, that would yeah. be so cool to design a modern pinball machine, like from a player's perspective, like with all of the attributes that this machine actually has in it. But like when the the actual like when they did the big unveiling on facebook which i don't even think we should go too much into (laughs) yeah it was just like are you kidding me (laughs) for real like the game is not even very tongue-in-cheekly about breasts it just is all the way about breasts oh (laughs) man i noticed um the other day and i couldn't find like the picture that i took but on like when around the time when they had like made that big announcement on their facebook page um the like very middle of the lower play field had mm-hmm. like just this like I mean it it's has like, like the pinup style like well no 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 it's the pinup style of whatever Melanie yeah uh, with their legs up in the air with their legs up in the air and mm-hmm. I noticed because Jodine posted a photo on Facebook they actually took the nipples out she had nipples in oh, like wow. oh, if so you like if you went and like googled it and like I mean obviously not that she was closed but you could right. see it yeah and I like. That was the one comment that I like did make, and I don't think it was a photo comment. And I just when Stern posted the response, that was just that thing of Gary Stern holding the watermelons. Right, like, it's just about fruit. Like I screen capped that part of the lower play field, like zoomed in super close, and just like posted that up. <laughs> and because I felt like I couldn't say anything else, otherwise right. I'd get banned. But like, mm-hmm. and I don't think that anybody watching the Stern page got it. Except for one friend that I know who yeah. liked that photo, hmm. but like, it's not it's not about fruit, and like, don't try to argue with me that it is. Yeah, yeah you're not hiding anything there. It's, it's very in your face joke. Well, I, I told uh, Kayla and Alexa before the podcast started that I was going to play devil's advocate a little bit here, and I think I'm going to use this opportunity Go for to it. start. Yeah, so it. It's all in good fun, right? I mean, at the same... <laughs> hold on. <laughs> like, But uh, I, I'm not too familiar with Wonelli. I deliberately just uh-huh. haven't gotten around to playing it much. Or at all, actually. I've never put a quarter in it. But having said that, uh, I, I've seen, you know, the, the artwork and whatnot. And, uh, you know, like, yes, it's tawdry. Uh, yes, it focuses on the female anatomy. But... 
it's not like they're portraying men in a positive, like proactive light on that game either, right? Like, so that should be a good thing. Like I don't understand. Like if everybody looks bad, like right. how is that positive for anybody? Like yeah. it's kind of it's the the joke is sophomoric at best, and like if men are portrayed to be these like drooling, like actually really creepy sort of like lecherous, yeah, hicks. lecherous like, hicks. It's it's just not it's not pretty and it's like i think like i've talked to a couple different guys who are offended by that as well yeah so which again, they have every right to be yeah, would, yeah and like again mm-hmm. like how how is that not also problematic like it's kind sure. of feeding the whole flame of like this is something that we should have probably just left in the past <laughs> like it's a throwback mm-hmm. but maybe not the right the throwback to the right kind of thing and, and to be fair with the theme that the, the you know secondary part of the theme is like we have industrial farming equipment now like we're not looking at buck tooth like overall we're suspender wearing like rednecks that farm our fields yeah Yeah, just farmers you know (laughs) like it's very much like harkens back to a day where we these stereotypes were pretty close to to what they are portraying but well you know we've come a long way (laughs) but sometimes yeah yeah sure sure um but it's just the whole thing in general is just gross i think it was really telling that like um allison was at the last babes Mm -hmm. in pinland and she it was her birthday and she brought her mom with which was so cool Mm -hmm. and her mom like when i had first walked up allison and her mom had been there for a little bit and i walked up and allison's mom was like outraged yeah (laughs) because she had walked past monelli and like didn't think anything of it because she thought it was an older machine right and then allison told her this is actually the newest pinball machine they have in this bar and she was like are you freaking kidding me (laughs) (laughs) like yeah I would have expected this in like the 60s maybe but yeah her quote to me when she walked up Allison brought her to me and she's like mom tell Kayla what you said about the game she goes I thought this was made 60 years ago when people were, were still jerks like, <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> like no sadly it's a brand new game uh I don't know I just like Graham had sent me a seminar that was done by the Pacific Pinball Museum in Alameda oh, right. about yeah. a year ago oh man what was her um, name I want to Jay, give her a shout out or uh Jetta, Jetta was Jetta, you're right. Yeah, Jetta, Jetta Robertson, and she led this talk about um, racism and sexism and, and pinball imagery from EM styles to net to current. And her, she briefly touched on Wonelli because there was so much stuff in the the last couple of century or decades. I'm sorry that was more blatantly in your face. Um, uh, but she said. On the back last, even the dog is into it. Look at the dog drooling at her breast. (laughs) Even the dog is into it. Like, there is not a single male counterpart on that game that doesn't want to, you know, you know what they want to (laughs) do. Uh, man, I, I, so I didn't write down any of my, you know, devil's advocate, like point counterpoint type things. So I'm kind of winging it. I apologize, but, uh, um, and I hate to even introduce this one because I, I already feel like it's such a, Flimsy. <laughs> are you gonna ask like because the one that i get a lot is like well what about elvira elvira yeah. oh no but that's a good one yeah uh no we should talk about that uh, yeah, let's talk about that now actually yeah what about elvira what's because that's difference? one that i i heard a lot yeah. from different people and <laughs> the difference to me is as simple as elvira has agency yes which mm-hmm. is to say like cassandra peterson created elvira 
independent of like anybody else and like has made a like insane franchise based off of her and even if you like and yeah it's it's tawdry and it's like you know a little bit body and like mm-hmm. yeah, she's, she's making like and yeah, yeah and she's making like sexual puns Innuendos, throughout the yeah. whole, t- whole thing mm-hmm. but at the same time like she is the one who's in charge of this and like nothing is being inflicted on anybody else sure. like she has like she has agency mm-hmm. there's a difference between consent and control you know like have to have control of the consent instead of just letting the power go towards that man that wants to take what he wants you know like being able to say no and being in control of the game has a big difference absolutely and uh, that's the the elvira example does a good job of uh cutting off one of the arguments at the pass which is oh man i just lost it <laughs> um it, it well, I think people thought initially that like a lot of women were upset because of like the the sexuality of the machine, maybe, or like sure. just like the the way that like women's bodies were portrayed, which is that's a whole other thing. Right. Like, sure. Talk about like just images in popular culture in general, but no, it's actually it's not about that. It's about like wanting to make progress, and this is backwards yeah. progress. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, context is really everything. But oh yeah, and I remember uh, when I was uh, moving towards there. It's 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 uh you know. People aren't, we're not Puritans. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, Skillshot in general, like it, Skillshot is five guys and, and one girl and, mm-hmm. or one woman, five men, I should say, because we're all adults. <laughs> right. Um, and, uh, and that's, that's an example of something that I still succumb to all the time is just referring to women as girls. But, you know, I kind of justify it in my head as, you know, well, guys are guys and boys are boys. And, but anyway, eh, that's, we don't <laughs> we need to get into that. attack you. Remember, my initials <laughs> are GRLs. So. Fair enough, yeah. Um, <laughs> Just don't call us chicks. <laughs> fair enough. So, yeah, like, Skillshot in general, though, just, you know, we are tragically representative of the pinball community by having a, you know, like an 84% right. uh, <laughs> male uh crew core crew but to be uh, fair i think it's an equal uh, amount of those who are attracted to male forms <laughs> uh, fair oh, enough true, yeah. that is a very good point yeah that is a very good point but uh you know like it, we've kind of come out as like as a unit like a unified front like mm-hmm. as to how we feel about it like we have a group consensus right and uh, never once when a skill shot meeting did i feel like i had to defend myself on why why i felt that way no mm-hmm. at the very least everybody is sympathetic to yeah. the, to the uh perspective in the argument but uh more so i think we're all like in agreement to it but uh I, I could see some people saying like isn't that a little hypocritical of all people like really the skill shot crew like brad and gordon or uh you know putting out their other zines like chicken with penis right. and other things yeah. like they're just really pushing the limit and it's mm-hmm. like that's true but again context is everything and also like it's not like we're perpetuating yeah. anything else. Well, like, yeah and, and like, they're not making money off of it yeah well also like I, I I'm not in a camp where I want Woe Nelly to be censored I don't want like I don't want them like if they released it and took the boobs out of it it would still suck yeah. meme wise <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not about the obscenity portion of it it's it's the principle of the thing sure and my my biggest joke when I first heard about it is that there's no male counterpart to this game so like if I ever get to the point where I can make my own pinball machine, it's gonna be Hey Dick, Big Floppy Wiener, because mm-hmm. so, like, you know it's gonna be a Guy hot dog. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> it's gonna be about hot dogs. There's nothing sexual about it. It's just funny. I think we already have hot dog in the. Film. Yeah, that's about hot skiing. Dog is about skiing. <laughs> that's a slalom game. 
Well, okay, let's uh, let's dive a little bit further back then, you know, uh, because it's been worse. It doesn't justify it, but I saw the uh, backlash for the very first time for a game I didn't know existed mm-hmm. called Sexy Girl. Are you familiar oh, no. with this? I have not Can you bring up a photo of that? Yeah, I'm going to. Because uh, was... I know of Slick Chick, which is like they are supposed to look like the Playboy Bunnies or the Playmates. Well, uh, I, I actually discovered this when I was just browsing the internet a couple weeks ago, I think, on IPDB looking for uh, something related to the podcast, and mm-hmm. I was surprised to find it. But then I was even more surprised uh, to see a vendor at the Pinball and Arcade show down in Tacoma. Um, they had a backlash they were selling for it. Oh, uh, okay. So it's just, you know, lightning always strikes twice, I guess. Oh, right. darn, but and I missed it. It, it is, uh, <laughs> it's, it's probably the most, like, blatantly ob- objectifying... <laughs> pinball game i've ever seen oh here we go here's a back glass image yeah there you go oh i have seen photos of that that is oh, terrible wow. what is the theme there aside uh, from like at least at least like something like Wonelli is like kind of thinly uh it's tongue covered cheek. by it's tongue and cheek yeah. and it like harkens back to like the old uh joke trope of like the farmer's daughters i and actually all like maybe i'm gonna be in disagreement with kayla about this but like this thing like if people are looking it up at home like this doesn't bother me as much because it's not really? making any 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 pretenses as to what it's about it's like okay well, this is that's true this is like a booby machine yeah. and like if you're the target consumer you want to buy a pinball machine that has boobs on it like I like I, I it's not trying to like cover it over with any kind of like it's not trying to soften the blow at all. It's just like straight up right there. Yeah. So so you're saying Alexa be, because sexy girl is devoid of any attempts at cleverness. Yeah. It is more appropriate in your eyes. I I wouldn't say appropriate. Okay, I'm not saying enough. that I like it. I'm mm-hmm. saying like I don't find it as problematic because like it it is what it is and like that's <laughs> There's and well also it's very much more retro than Wonelli. It's not like they're coming out with this in a modern age. That's but. true. It's it's of it's a little more of its time. That doesn't excuse it, but you know it puts it in context. I, I just guess. always feel like it's just men drawing these pictures of women. Like, yeah, it's, it's Every not the yeah. There's very few women artists in like in pinball at all. So this is you're just getting a male gaze the entire time. Well, and like kind of one of the, it's funny that you mentioned that, Kayla, because one of the first things I noticed about that back glass when I looked at it was like her body is drawn in like really great detail, but her face doesn't really look right. like they put that much time yeah. and effort into it. You're absolutely right. And, uh, <laughs> Covered up with hair and blush. If you're yeah. listening to this, you have access to the internet, so you might as well just look this up so you know what we're talking about. Go to IPD, uh, IPDB.org. But uh, for those of you not feeling like doing that, uh, the back glass is, I guess stripper themed like that's the only thing i can really right. suss out of it like there is There's a stage behind him mm-hmm, with the curtains parting this blonde woman in well she's got a kind of a flimsy top on that is just wide open well, she's, she's basically nude yeah yeah, yeah. and she's got a thong on <laughs> Pretty much. facing the front but uh as alexa said like they spent almost no time on her face it's uh it's two-dimensional you know, yeah. it's mm-hmm. there's just very little depth to the face and everything else has shadows. <laughs> Actually, another thing that I'll point out is like, at least from this angle, from what I can see, there's no men on the back glass. No, no. no. So, I mean... That that actually is kind of a little bit more encouraging too. Like these women are like, yes, they're nude and they're like ostensibly on display for the owner of this pinball machine. Sure. But it's not sort of like actively depicting men... <laughs> 
objectifying them. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> which is the, something that definitely happens in Monelli. At the very least, the men don't have agency here because they don't exist. Um, <laughs> um, so while you're on IPDB, I'm going to have you go look I up Stern's play. uh, Playboy. Not the Bally pinball of Playboy from the 70s, but Stern's Playboy in 2001. Have you seen that, Alexa? Is that the one with the granny in the in the background? No, it's a newer one than that. Oh, I think I've seen it once, maybe. Um, There's there's a shot on the left side that uh, the more you hit it, the more that a a naked woman is revealed through a shower curtain. Oh, that's clever. Yeah, I feel like that's. I'm not gonna say that. (laughs) (laughs) Too mean. Not to just hit Stern on other things (laughs) as we tend to do a little maybe too much here but uh this is very emblematic of their early back glasses and artwork in that it's just disappointing (laughs) like yeah not even the subject matter it's just it it, i i feel like this doesn't hold a candle to the original playboy back glass like it's just it's just kind of cheap graphic i like that there's a car on there yeah because that's like very instrumental to the playboy lifestyle (laughs) yeah yeah to be fair like actually uh to roll back my my comment i guess like they they're featuring a lot of things that make playboy playboy right and it's not just about naked women in this there's <laughs> champagne and a golden rabbit well at a mansion it kind of makes it a little bit more absurd for me again like not that any of this makes it okay to me but like i can look at it and laugh and be like okay sure okay <laughs> on the center of the play field there's a kind of an origami type deal that once you get to uh, centerfold multi-ball it actually opens up like a centerfold and there's a naked girl inside of it. Um, so you see on the left there is the shower curtain. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says, hit peekaboo twice to open curtain. And yeah, I mean, it's just mm. like, just throwing it out there. This is a very adult-themed game. Like, if we want to, like, kind of, if I may go back a little bit to kind of, like, because we could point out a lot of examples of, like, pinball machines that, like, are obviously problematic and, like, can point out like different things that I find problematic about them but like to me more than anything else it's like especially and I again I don't even feel like I'm that new of a pinball player Mm -hmm. but like at the point where I was like entering the pinball community if I had walked up to a playboy and like been stoked to get my multi-ball and then been like oh and now there's a naked woman (laughs) right Mm -hmm. like and it's things like that or like I brought this up many times, like after Wonelli was announced. Um, like one of the things that really got me hooked on like tournament play was going to the Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I had walked in right away and seen like Wonelli, like as a brand new pinball player, I probably would have been like, okay, this is just like every other kind of like nerdy convention that I've been to with like booth babes. And like, it's very clear where women are represented within this culture. Mm. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to buy into that. And I think it's really important to like, think about the new people coming to the scene and how they see themselves portrayed by in a modern context by the people who are making games. Absolutely. Yeah, boys out there, if, if you want more women to play pinball, if you want to meet a cool lady that is into pinball it's probably in your best interest to make a more hospitable scene and community for them well and it's like something that i think like 
Dave Stewart like super believes in not not necessarily bringing women in but like it's also in like a lot of like Papa's stuff too is like when more people play everyone gets better like yeah. I'm not even talking from like a dating or like we want to see more ladies perspective like sure. let's make it more competitive for everybody like that's mm-hmm. what I would love to see like everyone's competitive level is raised when more people are included mm-hmm. and that's what I do in babes in Penland all the time every month like Alexis has been really great about bringing new women in, into the tournament and so many of them I meet, they're like, oh, I'm no good. You don't want me to play. I'm just going to be the worst. I say, at the very least, you play three games and you get to meet people that are into the same thing you're into. And we're going to teach you how to play. And, so, and then they get their first win and they're like stoked, yeah. like over the moon. It just makes it so much easier to get into when the the points are taken out of it. Like you don't get IFPA points and it's less cutthroat. It's well, just a lot more open. And something like I've I've said to a lot of people is like to just to kind of like go back to why Babes in Pinland is so cool um, is that like every time I've had a female friend express interest in playing pinball, um, I will bring up like, OK, well, there's tournaments on Tuesdays at John John's. There's tournaments at Wednesday at Adaball. There's tournaments mm-hmm. on Thursday at Flip Flip. And they're like, oh, I don't know. And then I'll bring and like I'm like, well, I'm sure that you would have fun and you would love it. Mm-hmm. But if you know, there's also a women's tournament first Thursdays of every month and that's always the point where they're like oh yeah I want to do that first Thursdays like that's where like their their ears kind of perk up and like Mm -hmm. that is a safe space that's like you know that could be a really fun thing for people and then most of those women that I've brought in to play at Babes in Pinland have gone on to compete in the weekly tournaments which is again yeah it's very cool and one thing that I always think is interesting when we play at Adaball um it some day, some nights are very busy there and you'll have the regular crowd of just fo- folks in Fremont. And I've, we're very respectful of the, the regular customers. So like if I have a game that I'm playing versus someone on a game that's being occupied, I'll wait for those people to finish their game. And we had one on Indiana Jones this last month where uh, these two guys both got replays or one got a replay. And I, I walked up and I said, hey, are you guys done with that? Like, oh, well, we have another credit. I said, well, we're doing a women's tournament and we need to use that machine. So here, let me pay for your credit. And like, didn't even give him an opportunity to say like, no, I'm going to play it again. It's like, no, this is our time. Sorry, I waited. We're respectful. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And like, I think, I mean, I've encountered a little bit of like hesitancy, especially mm-hmm. in Babes in Pinland, because like people, I think, are like women's term. I remember there was one specific time, Kayla, you like pointed to the sign on the wall, <laughs> like women's only tournament, yeah. first Thursday of every month. Right. <laughs> but like, for the most part, people are actually like very cool about it. Mm-hmm. And I know at least like all of the Adaball regulars are very conscientious and will immediately be like, are you, oh, are you on this machine? I'm so sorry. And like, yeah. Like, they, they and, know and they treat us like we're right. regular tournament players and a lot of our friends that are guys that hang out there will come out here just to watch and just be like oh this is awesome like yeah. cool you guys are doing great who's still in it yeah, yeah. people yeah. always ask and like i've always gotten like high fives from people and like they want to know like how how things how the tournament's progressing mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's cool to see just full community support like you don't have to be a guide to support women and or you don't have to be a oh woman to support women in pinball I, at the northwest pinball and arcade show i saw a guy walking around with a babes in pinland shirt and i was like right. yeah that's probably travis it might have been yeah. travis probably <laughs> awesome. yeah and i only and when cool i made shirts. t-shirts for that i only made i probably 10 male uh yeah male sizes and then the rest were female because like mm. it's a women's only tournament so actually i think travis is a is a women's xl so <laughs> <laughs> very nice well uh this is a really broad open-ended question but where do you see uh 
women in pinball going from here? You think it's just going to continue to become a more diverse and open scene, or do you think it'll always be kind of a boys uh, club um, to a certain extent? At the thick of it, yeah, it's always going to be a boys club. It's it's a company run by men, like pro- Stern uh, is, yeah. yeah. It's well, most of the Stern. companies that are pretty are there are there like women? I mean, there there I know that. Um, Embryon was it? Uh, oh, there was Xenon. a famous, Xenon. yeah. There was a famous like female Suzanne um, Chianti. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Margaret Hudson is who you're talking oh, about. So. Yeah, but um, Xenon was was all the sounds on Xenon were made by a female. That's the one that Graham's thinking of. And yeah. then Margaret Hudson was the first like uh, designer or artist that got her work on a lot of back glasses. And there are a few others out there too. That, but not, you know, from the from the design element of it and the tech side there's not really many women working on it i think like just to go back to your question like i think it also like is a question of like geographically because like if we look at the pacific northwest i see women doing a lot of things in the future in pinball but i i don't i don't see that culture that's so inclusive in a lot of other parts of the country Mm -hmm. like especially if you look at like pinside or you know just well anywhere on the internet which i know is not always the best (laughs) testing ground but you know, I, I really don't feel that it's like as inclusive. And that's, I, that's sad to me. And, mm-hmm. You know, I have hope, but I think in our community, I could see a lot of women doing a lot of really oh, awesome for sure. things. Like so. Amanda Cotchin, for sure. Like she, she's an engineer and just super techie and smart. And she could probably make her own machine and maintain it better than most of the ops in yeah. any other country or yeah. city. It seems like it's a lot easier to um, actualize change within the pinball playing community than it yeah. would be on the other end. I mean, right. partially because, you know, the manufacturing end of things is just in such a strange place, you know, right now. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not booming like it once was. If pinball is at the apex uh, on on the creative end of it, then mm-hmm. I think it would be, we, we might be able to see some of those changes. But, uh, I mean, it, I think it would take, like, an independent manufacturer um because Stern doesn't seem to have right. much room for it. And also, like, it's 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 hard to find the space, too, because you've got a bunch of people from the old industry as it died out and it's kind of re- had a resurgence. They hold on to those old values and ideas. Yeah. Well, there's that, but also, you know, like, if you're looking for people to, and this is, you know, might sound a little unfair, but, like, uh, you're looking for people with experience designing a game or a play field or somebody that has a, you know, they have a resume where they worked at Williams mm-hmm. for, you know, like 10 or 15 years. And where do you find the woman with that well, uh, resume because of the previous institutionalized uh, totally. boys club of it? That's something that I tell girls all the time. Like, you're not going to get better by not playing. Yeah. So where does that experience come from if you're not getting given an opportunity to get, gain that experience? Well, so, um, I also think there's like a huge opportunity, like with how much like there has been a resurgence of pinball and there is so much renewed interest. And I think there's like a general like desire to see original licenses and like or rethemed pins. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's a huge opportunity that like women could jump on regardless of having experience with Williams or Stern or like any of like the previous manufacturers. Like, I think that could be a really great jumping off point for a lot of, of women who are more technically minded than I am. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, who knows? And here's <laughs> something that would have softened the blow from Wonelli if they had even considered this is like the game is way more expensive than more most new games coming out now mm. for that t- style of game it's like six grand um for an em style game how about donate some of the profits to breast cancer awareness like 
do some kind of charity that's like, hey, we're not actually just here thinking about your tits all the time. Um, we actually want to do something to help. Uh, it's just like, it just feels so wrong to make a profit off of someone's body parts. Yeah. It just feels weird. And then like going back to uh, Jetta Ray, who we mentioned earlier, did that seminar. She had written an article about the inclusivity of women in pinball and how she felt like the Pacific Pinball Museum really helped that out. And she felt really comfortable there. Stern, days after announcing Monelli, shares that article with the caption, girls, girls, girls. Mm. And it's just like, are you, you serious? Mm. Like th- that to me, like, and like the whole thing kind of just felt like a slap in the face. Yeah. To, and like... that's exactly what my comment was that got me banned from the Stern page. <laughs> yeah. Whoever was running their social media for a period of time, there was mm-hmm. really shooting themselves in the foot. I felt like they, they didn't know how to deal with the criticism yeah. like yeah. any criticism and and you're just you know you're just fanning the flames of discontent right. when you just like strike people from yeah. the record there. and it makes me go down this really dark path of thinking of like oh you don't want women to talk about your expensive game because women will never be able to afford a game like that because of the you know the the um salary gap between men and women like i just think of the bigger picture of how it's just being more oppressed like well and i like look at like historically and like you know people have like said this to me before too it's like oh well Storm made whoa nelly because they could because the people who buy their games are old white guys and that is they're they're just making a game for their market it's just a business decision like and like i think it's like the sort of like oh you can't be upset about them just making this business decision and it's like well no it's actually not not the best choice Mm -hmm. i feel yeah, it's not a good long-term business decision at the very least. Absolutely. Well, I, I have no idea how it has sold, and I would be curious to see those numbers. Right. Well, isn't it probably like a limited run? Yeah, I think it's yeah. pretty limited. So they probably point. sold all of them. I That's mean, a good point. I wouldn't be surprised. That's hard to, yeah. It, but it, it's easy to shield yourself from criticism. If yeah. You <laughs> like, well, we sold 100% like of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will say that social media on Stern's part has gotten 110% better since when they banned me like the guy that took over for that is doing a really kick like knocking it out of the park job like doing really well and making people actually feel like they have a voice um but for a while they were just deleting every negative comment from a woman and keeping up ones that said calling them miserable feminists they were deleting negative comments from men and women like anybody mm-hmm. but like a lot of the negative comments were coming from women yeah so uh, one thing I'll say is like if I can be diplomatic like I'm still just like very disenfranchised from that whole yeah sort of thing happening yeah, that's fair um well uh yeah I, I I would I would uh say that stern pinball and you know the, kind of the the diaspora <laughs> the pinball diaspora outside of the Pacific Northwest or mm-hmm. you know you know just m- men uh building out their man caves on pin side or what right. have you. Uh, I, 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 I genuinely don't think that most people are intentionally malicious, no, but I don't think it's so like either being willfully tone deaf though. Oh yeah. Really what it comes down to. And so it's, it's nice to see Stern at the very least on the social media front, which is a huge component of public relations these days. Like at least at the very least making a, a hiring or or maybe it was simply a uh, an internal adjustment and approach mm-hmm. in the right direction. So hopefully we'll see more of that. Absolutely. Well, uh, is there anything else? Uh... Uh, I mean, I could go on for days about how <laughs> oh, like I... uh, 
going to places that I don't usually play and I'll be on a machine and some guy comes up to me and asks me like, hey, did you want me to teach you how to play that? Oh, I've boy. got all the high scores on it. It's like, no. Like you're trying to shake your ball out. And yeah. Some guy will come up like, no, no, oh, don't do that. It'll, sure. it'll take your ball away. Is there a problem here, Missy? Can I help? It's like, no, you can get the hell away from me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I would say mansplaining is pretty rampant. Yeah, definitely. And then at the show, like uh, my friend Gary McTaggart came up to me and showed me this business card that he acquired from the Northwest Pinball and Arcade show that's called Men's Rooms Arcades. Like, there, it just straight up is Men's Room Arcades and one picture, like two buttons, one of one male bathroom kind of image, like the uh, silhouette that you see on the, the restrooms and the other as two males. And he's like, mm. I know it's no women, but is that a straight male and a gay male or like, like I'm just confused about that, but yeah, just to going completely in together, like one of them has to powder their nose. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just to completely exclude women right off the bat. Like mm-hmm. let me get some men's room arcades for your man cave. It's like, Oh, I think that man cave mentality is like part of where like people will try and argue for days and days that like our pinball community, like especially in the Northwest, our pinball community is not exclusive in that way. Right. You have to look at so many years and so much ingrained in like, look at that. What sexy girl machine? Like, yeah, yeah. that was obviously designed for a man cave. Totally, like, and that's sure. like and that's what the alt translate alt translates do too. Like the oh boy, you can oh, get a boy. Mustang. You can get a Mustang alt translate <laughs> where like a girl's in Daisy Duke showing off her butt instead of just the car on the back glass. Yeah, yeah. it's just so sad. I mean, it's it's the easy route to to cater to the built in audience, but for sure. um, and I think we all recognize that in this room. But like, it might be harder to try to step out of bounds but god the payoff's gonna be so much better for just well i think from a business perspective even well and artistically and everything else like let's try and challenge like i get that the status quo exists you don't need to sit there and tell me that like there's like everybody's always like oh look at all these machines you don't mind these ones i'm like well i do but it's like Mm. they're historical artifacts basically at this point like but I don't care that the status quo is there. Like, why would I be complacent with that? Like, mm-hmm. why would I want not want more? Why would you not want more from a, a theme? Mm-hmm. So, um, if since since we're seeing like ninety five to ninety eight percent of pinball machines uh, these days, like, and over the last decade and probably moving forward, are licensed, right? Right. So, um, and those licenses oftentimes tend to skew toward this uh, middle-aged white male demographic, um, Mustang, ACDC, yeah. so on and so forth. T and ACDC. I'm, I'm waiting for the Red Hot Chili Peppers to come oh, out. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my question then is, um, if if there was another license, that a viable license uh, that you would like to see that features... Uh, an active, like uh, a proactive, like female mm-hmm. protagonist of some sort. What would it be? And uh, I'm going to give the closest. Kayla's like lurching for the microphone <laughs> faster than I can. <laughs> I, well, well, I just ahead. had a thought that I think like it. everyone loves Betty White. Let's do a Golden Girls table. Oh heck yeah, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> <That'd be> awesome. <laughs> Those I, sassy broads. Oh my gosh, oh. that'd be great. The first one I was going to say was Aliens, and I think that would Ooh. be like I well, think that absolutely. would be awesome. Like they're for, making like, an alien machine. Yeah, yeah. So that would be that's awesome. Like, Highway Pinball is making Alien. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. That's a fantastic poll. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. Or G.I. Jane. <laughs> <laughs> cool. No, those are good answers. Um, 
So what's the last uh, pinball machine you can think of that actually featured women in a proactive role? I would say Wizard of Oz arguably kind yeah. of fits that role, but mm-hmm. let's move further back. Like. Well, there. I, you can always bring up hard body. <laughs> that was uh, right, yeah. the female bodybuilder. Yeah, and like actually, that one like has like it, despite being like of this era of like nineteen uh, eighties bodybuilding. Right. I feel like not a lot of like it's just not very relevant to anybody anymore. Like it's kind of drummed up a little bit of like commenting from right. it's, it's on location. <laughs> sure. at flip flip ding ding and right. like and every guy that it. plays it like like she could kick your butt. Like you know, uh, well, like everybody has a different response to it, which I think is interesting. And yeah. I think um another one and this isn't recent but like uh i had never seen raven before and oh, that yeah. was oh. at the the northwest pinball and arcade show mm-hmm. and i was like this machine looks awesome yeah. i want to play that one it even is pretty I bad turned out to not be very good at it uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh not to discredit your your pinball skills which are very very much so there but when i played uh raven in qualifying i found out that because we had a multiple player game we had three player game and I was player one, I found out that if you achieve a high score on that, they make you enter your initials right after ball three oh, yeah. and not after like the last player has played their ball three. Interesting. So I'm up there dominating the game and get my initials on the board and they still have to play their last balls and like they go up to punch like, oh, Kayla, wait, you have to put your initials in first. Mm-hmm. That's gotta be like, a great oh, feeling, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, sorry, it's guys. A, the third ball psychologically. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> awesome uh and then i one thing i would like to say is like uh, a few of my friends figured out later on the game is that uh circus voltaire is is female themed like the ringmaster is the woman on the backlash like if you actually look at the backlash she's holding the mask of the ringmaster and it's got its threads on it and she's popping out of the spring and everyone just kind of thought oh i'm the ringmaster and there's a male voice on it but if you look at the artwork imagery on the back glass, it's her popping out of there and she has a mask on. I'm going to have to look for that. I didn't, yeah. That's amazing. I Pretty never cool. knew about that before. Um, all right. You guys want to play some Name That Game? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh-huh. So we're doing both of them again? Yeah, we're going to do both okay. of them again. So if you listen to uh, uh, the episode we had uh, about uh, pinball operation uh, with Bobby, you have heard these before, but we recorded that just an hour or two before recording this with Alexa. So these are completely brand new to her. And mm-hmm. and for the second one, we only listened to one noise. So let's see if we can get it further. Yeah. And I'll just sit back. Like the first one, don't feel bad about not getting it because Graham's a jerk. I am kind of a jerk. <laughs> you guys already told me that it's like a, kind of a cheating. Oh, yeah. think outside yeah. of the stretch. box. Yeah. So you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Oh, oh, that's our theme song. That is something else entirely. <laughs> Which I would like Oopsie to mention daisy. on the theme song, too. I really love the lyrics. It's like, um, I asked her for a quarter. Uh, like He's basically like hitting on this girl, and she goes, well, if you can beat me, then I'll stay. It's like, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Kudos to the real pills mm-hmm. for bringing an interesting dynamic right. <laughs> between the two uh, protagonists of their yeah. song. <laughs> All right, here we go for real this time. Wait. For real, for real. I would mean, this one first. Initially, I would say it kind of sounds like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, yeah. That, that's not a bad guess. So, yeah. this is the, the one. easier one. Sorry. The, yeah, not the one that we gave to Bobby that stumped we'll both of us. Last. Yeah. Uh, it is not Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, so no. The next sound. I'm going to pull it back a little bit because I am doing a terrible job of operating this. Ah. Okay, here we go. 
Oh no, I have yeah. no idea. This is the easy one. Yeah, yeah well, it easy is a relative. It term. will get better. When I've listened to these like podcast thingies, I'm like, oh god, if I am ever mm-hmm. on one of these, I'm never gonna get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I kind of wish that we had used that one for Bobby because he said so much about how much he got into pinball because of music, and this particular pinball machine has one uh, central theme music, but it mm. ch- it varies a little bit. Like there's several different songs, like variations on that theme. Yeah, I was listening, or I was. When I was trying to find the uh, uh, sound effects uh, for this one, mm-hmm. I found a promo video for it. There was a certain period of time, like, I want to say... 98, 99? Uh, sometime in the 90s that a, mm-hmm. um, a, a pinball manufacturer who shall go nameless, but you can probably narrow it down to two or three people, <laughs> right. uh, uh, was pumping out these pretty cheesy and epically ridiculous um, promo videos that you can find on yeah. YouTube. And so this go is watch an them. original theme. Yes, it is an original theme. and I appreciate co- you guys giving me all these hints. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not going to get it. Well, well it's because you're a woman. I just want to help you get that. <laughs> I need all the help I can get. Right. <laughs> all right, here, here comes uh, the next one. Oh, 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 is that Taxi? No. 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 Wait, no, it's um, Whitewater. Is yes! That Whitewater? yes! You got it. Nice oh work. <laughs> I actually, oh, I should have said it earlier. I thought of that. And yeah, I was with like, I don't, I don't know where the laughing guy is, but mm. I don't know. <laughs> I think that might have been Bigfoot. That's yeah. not fair. You Sasquatch. shouldn't have let Bobby do that. What he Didn't he have an, a Whitewater at full Yeah, he, he got, got it on the first guess. But okay. we also gave him the super hard one as a warm-up. Yeah. Let's hear just one of the other sounds here, and then we'll, we'll cut off the next one. Anyway, and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, I told Bobby that we needed to have a hard one for him since he's been opping for so long. It's like, you've seen so many games. He's like, no, I'm going to be terrible at this. And like, of course, he gets white water right away. Straight up. Yeah. Okay, so this one, this is the hard one. This is the kind of uh, unfair, tricky one. Kayla, uh, is it something I've even heard of before? You've probably heard now. of it. You've but, probably but, played it, and you probably played it before you were into pinball. Yeah. Mm, okay. And it's probably been a long time since you played it because it's kind of stuck in a moment of time in right. a very real way. Um, you're not going to find it out uh, it's on not location. Does it have flippers? <laughs> kind of. Uh, so here we go. Let's. It good luck. Has to, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. I know, right? Like, here comes another sound. I don't know. Pong? Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> right. It sounds very digital, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. So it is pinball, though. You probably played it in the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, is it from like the. No. No, go ahead. What were we going to say? <laughs> oh, well, I was. No, never mind. Just I come on. It. No, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't know. But. If you were going to say whatever it was you were just <laughs> thinking, what would it be? Is it like the pinball arcade thing from like Windows? Like- yes. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. I got yeah. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually never even played that like pinball arcade oh, really? thingy, but a bunch of people, <laughs> a bunch of people <laughs> I know who don't know a lot about pinball are like, oh yeah, so you like pinball? I played on on my computer. Oh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, god! Like, You're like, no, yeah, that's geez. totally the same thing. Yeah, there's <laughs> a certain like just age range that will always 
uh, I shouldn't say everybody, you know, but a lot of people within a spe- very specific age range will know that. And people yeah. before and after that will never. I didn't realize it sounded like, it sounded kind of like old schooly. For I didn't real? realize yeah. it sounded that old school. It sounds more like an arcade game than Yeah, any, totally. And I, sure. that's why yeah. I didn't want to say anything. I thought I was going to guess something yeah, really I'd, dumb. Yeah, I started weird. to guess like Nintendo's pinball and I was like, what the hell? Because mm-hmm. the, they, they, they did jackpot and they did high speed, or sorry, pinball and high speed. But, well, uh, so... I mean, you got it. Yeah, yes. congratulations. So that's amazing. Because, Take that, Conover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did he not neither, get it at all? No. Neither Bobby ah! nor Kayla could yes. get it. Yeah. So <laughs> you nailed it. Um, but let's just hear that last little bit. But if you didn't play it, you probably, this wouldn't help you. But it doesn't matter because you got it out of by, by pure deduction. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then I incorporated the music, which should give it away to anybody that has played it because do-do-do-do-do. Oh yeah! <laughs> Listen to that bass. Bum, bum, mm-hmm. bum, bum. Anyway, yeah. And what was the name Memories. of the actual game? Space Cadet Pinball. Okay. Wow. And allegedly, you could pay and get other themes, uh, but hmm. Space Cadet was the one that always came for free, and I never knew anyone that had the others. Right. So. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for playing Name That Game, Alexa. Hey, thanks. Thanks for letting me give yeah. it a shot. Congratulations. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, all right, anything else we want to cover or should we move into plugs and wrap it up? Sure. Uh, yeah, just thanks for listening to us uh, ramble about what, you know, what how we feel about pinball as a whole. Like we're still going to play and we're still here. Yeah. And just, you know, try to be a little more sensitive to women when they are playing competitive and just be nice people. Don't be jerks. Absolutely. You know, don't don't try to speak on behalf of somebody else's experiences, what I would say. Yeah, because we don't do that to you. <laughs> and I'd like to say just how thankful I am to be a part of a community where I can even have these dialogues with people. And Word. the fact that I'm like actually on a pin cast right yeah. now <laughs> and I've been invited to talk about it. That says a lot. It's because you roll. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for being here. And Golden Girls Pinball, get on that. Yeah, yes. Golden Girls That's Pinball. That's great. For sure. That is such a good theme. Oh, man, I can't <laughs> wait for that to come out. <laughs> um, all right, plug time. Uh, Babes in Pinland, first Thursdays at Attaball. Yes, at 8 o'clock. And if you didn't like anything I had to say on the podcast, I'm the defending champion. So come on. <laughs> yeah, I would up. kick my butt. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, and again, uh, in, uh, no, in first, uh, Sunday of September, right. we will have the Skillshot, uh, anniversary. And sadly I'll be in Europe at that time. So yes. I'll be sure to Skype you guys or something. There we go. Um, and going back to the first episode, I reactivated my, or reactivated my Twitter account. So you can Ooh. follow me. I just decided like my articles for Razor Cake, I wanted to share on as many platforms as possible. Cool. So I... I had forgotten that I set up a Twitter like five years ago and it's at unnecessary because that's how I felt about Twitter at the time. <laughs> the word unnecessary. Yes. That's uh-huh. right. That's awesome. That's <laughs> a great <laughs> handle. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can follow me at Gramular, G-R-A-H-A-M-U-L-A-R. You can follow Skillshot at Skillshot Seattle, but there's no E at the end of Seattle because there's a letter there's a character limit. It's Twitter. They limit yeah. your characters. And we would have at Skillshot, but like Six years ago, somebody helped Brad and Gordon set one up. Oh, and they forgot the password, didn't they? Yeah, like they're they're, they're on the out and out with <laughs> whoever that was. I don't. Oh, remember is that name. Manser? Uh, sure, yeah, I don't know. I and think... so, like they they tried to get it from him a couple years ago, and it just didn't really work <laughs> out. And so there's just this inactive account that just sits there and sits there and sits there. I'm if not you work surprised. At, right? If you work at Twitter, if you're listening to this and you Please work at Twitter, that. like or just help us out. Help us out. <laughs> 
I actually I ran into somebody who did, and he thought oh, he no could pull way. some strings, and he was like, "No, nah, turns out I can't." So you know, well, somebody higher up. When I on. started my Tumblr, like uh, someone else logged, like started a Tumblr with my email address, and it was some fourteen-year-old girl in like South uh, Southern California, and mm. so for a while I just kind of wanted to post as her, but I had access to it, and she had left it alone. <laughs> It's really strange. You have something to uh, bond with Madeline over. Because oh, really? My, yeah, my girlfriend Madeline. Uh, somebody used her email account, which I probably shouldn't say on the podcast, but it's just her name at gmail.com. <laughs> Madeline Crawford at gmail.com. Some other girl, some 13, 14-year-old girl named Madeline Crawford, who didn't have her own email address yet, yeah. used it to sign up for Twitter. or Not Twitter. Uh, Instagram. Crazy. So yeah. when she went to sign up for Instagram, she couldn't. Yeah. And, uh, because then I, I, I just went to, I forgot my password. I was like, I didn't think I did this yeah, already. That's yeah, <laughs> mine's just K-A-Y-L-U-H, Kayla at Gmail. And uh-huh. this other girl decided to spell her name that way too. That's so, so weird. So weird, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah some of the uh, young Madeline Crawford's friends remain friends with Madeline and like her. Very nice. That's <laughs> cool. That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, at unnecessary for Kayla, <laughs> at granular for me, at Skillshot Seattle with no silent E for Skillshot, and always skill-shot.com. Mm-hmm. You can subscribe to Skillshot for the year, five bucks. You can get an awesome Skillshot shirt because that's the way people know that you're a part of the Cool Kids right. Club. Show it off. Yeah. You can get Babes and Pinland t-shirts as well so if, you, if you'd like to contact me for that information. They're $10 and I can ship to you anywhere you'd like. Yeah, shoot uh, Kayla a uh, tweet, or mm-hmm. we actually, how did we not plug this yet? We oh, have... right, we have an email yeah. for the podcast. Skill... We should... <laughs> What's the email for the podcast? It's uh, skillshotpincast at gmail.com. Skillshotpincast at gmail.com, mm-hmm. awesome. You can also like us on Facebook, on Facebook yes. at skillshotpincast. We're really new to this, guys. Don't hate us. Yeah, we're doing our best. <laughs> I haven't liked you yet, so you're going to get a whole new mm. like on Facebook. All right. All right yeah. We got a, quite a few in the first week. It was like over 100 in the first week, so we're, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you so much. We're almost at 140. I see a couple new likes coming in every few mm-hmm. days, so that's really awesome. We are so eternally grateful that we've had such a... Uh, a, a good response from the community so far. So please keep on sending us the love. Please yeah. keep listening. And, and we'll looking... be encouraged to keep doing it. Absolutely. <laughs> and we'll, we're looking forward to the next conversation we have with, uh, with you guys. So thanks again for listening. Thanks Alexa for being here. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for having me. It's been super fun. Cool. Definitely. All right. Have a good night. See you guys in two weeks. Bye.